guys. Welcome back to Double Dipping. I'm Mick. I'm Carol. And welcome. We finally got the intro. <laughs> We've been trying to do that intro for five minutes, actually. Five minutes on the dot, basically. Yeah. We, I don't know what was wrong with us. We just couldn't get through it, but we finally got through one. And uh, we're going to talk to you a little bit today about... What are we talking about? We're Love talking languages. About, yeah, we're talking about a lot of things. We, didn't you want, you want to give a life update first? Yeah, we should do a life update. Life update. I don't really have much of a life update, so it's just going to be you. Okay. So. Well, I apparently can't talk today, and I've been <laughs> bad. I've been struggling over my words. I'm pretty sure I just said, welcome back, and then we introduced ourselves, and then I said, welcome. Welcome. <laughs> welcome. Randomly. Because <laughs> I didn't know what to say. Welcome. Anyway. <clears throat> Life update. What has happened since the last time we recorded? <laughs> so what happened was... So what happened was we had Valentine's Day pass. That's my biggest life update. Oh, yeah, because you were talking about the pod. Yeah. I oh, have, wait, you I didn't tell have me about that. to tell you yeah, about, my, I hear about it. my deprivation pod experience. If you guys didn't listen to last episode, check it out. I talked about how Ryan and I did a, like a whole deprivation pod for Valentine's like Day. sensory deprivation. Yeah. So, did you go insane? Maybe. <laughs> Spoiler alert. So we go into these pods. It's kind of just like a big, probably like a nice ovular hot tub, I would explain it. Like, it's not like a bathtub. It's bigger, right? Okay. Um. So you go into this pod and you like lay down, you start floating and you pull the lid down. There's like a lid on it. And then you press this button. Mind you, lights are still on at this time. You press this button, and it's supposed to start your timer, and then the lights will dim and go off. I press this button. The lights go off. It's pitch black. Oh, God. I'm sitting there for maybe two milliseconds, then I'm like, okay. I need to okay, go. I need okay. Go. I was, like, freaking out. <laughs> so, And then I couldn't find the button because it's pitch black in there. Well, yeah, that's kind Dude, of poor design. I was freaking out, and then I finally turned the button back on, and I was like, okay, um, that did not go as planned. And so I, like, sat in the light for, like, probably <laughs> 10 minutes. And then I was, like, I finally got used to it. And I was, like, okay, I'm just in a pod. Nothing's going to happen to me in this pod. Like, I don't know. I don't know if it was, like, a little bit of, like, claustrophobia or just, like, unaware of my surroundings, not comfortable. Yeah. But finally I got comfortable again. <laughs> and the lights go out. And it's, like, fine. I'm just, like, floating. And I... I have a problem, like, turning my mind off and relaxing, so I kept having to remind myself to relax, <laughs> you know? I'd be so, Like meditation? Yeah, so <laughs> I, I told Ryan all this, and he thought it was funny. I was, like, trying to think of calming things, things that calm me down. <laughs> so I thought of myself, like, frolicking through a grassy field. Stop! No, no literally, not. frolicking through a gra- grassy field. That didn't work, so then I thought of... Because <laughs> you're, like, you're not a sheep. So then I tried to think of Ryan. That did not work. Aww. So okay. then, sorry, Ryan. So <laughs> then, calm her down. I started thinking of rubbing my face on my cats. Aww. Because I love doing that and it like calms me down. That also didn't work. Dang. So I just kept trying to like, you know, consciously calm myself down. I had to keep like untensing my body. <laughs> oh my God. And then eventually, I think I got into like a state of like, hallucination like we like dissociating dude i think i was hallucinating oh my god so i started thinking of really weird things i wasn't dreaming i was not asleep. you you were actually going insane in no. there no i think I, you were i started thinking of the first thing i thought of was like a really obese centaur what just like walking why i don't know like beans is already crying i was like it's okay so like 
heavy in both the human and the horse part or like just the horse part or all 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 of the above okay so that was my first one and i was like whoa that was weird so i immediately stopped thinking about it of course if a horse is really fat does it have fat legs too i think so or do they still just like the one like the one i pictured had like tree trunks (laughs) like it was huge And it's weird to talk about because I feel like this sounds so like crazy and spiritual, but I'm just telling you exactly what I felt. Yeah, that was probably God. I think you meant God for real. (laughs) And then the next thing I thought of was like a human-sized doll dressed in a... Hold on. Back to your list of things you say weird. Put doll on there. You said doll. A human-sized doll dressed in a red dress. Okay. But like... The, all all of their limbs were like stiff, like the knees did not bend. It was like Barbie mode. Barbara, so like a like actual just like yeah, like stiff. Okay, falling down the stairs. Okay, that'd be making laugh. Human size, <laughs> <laughs> like a crash dummy. Yes. So I just kept thinking of like crazy things like this, and mind you, I was already like on edge when we walked in because. It's very like earthbound vibes. Oh no. And I was like, like actually spiritual. Oh yeah. And I was like, all right. Like they make you take your shoes off. And I'm like, oh, all oh right. no. It's kind of weird. But we're like waiting while the lady's getting the room ready. And she's like, oh, have a seat on the couch. There's this journal here that people write in about their experiences if you want to read. Were you writing about the doll? No. <laughs> I started reading. And so one of the, the first entry I flipped to said, I loved my float today. I finally spoke to him. Who? <laughs> Him. Who's him? God. I'm assuming God. That's God. But I was like. I spoke to him. Was it capitalized? What did you say? Was it capitalized? Yes, it was. Oh my God. It was God. It was him. I spoke to him. So I was already like. Either that. No, that that was me writing. I met Harry Styles in my dreams. I spoke to him. I spoke to him. Capital H for Harry. (laughs) I spoke to she. She. So that already wigged me out. But yeah, I had the whole experience, kept trying to calm myself. Eventually, towards the end, I did feel like kind of calm and I was just like <laughs> floating, having fun. But it took like 20 minutes. It took a long time. Okay, but I'm curious, like, because Ryan has ADHD really bad, right? How did he do? So we get out. Did he ever quiet his mind down? Oh my God. We so get I out. I be able to. And we're like still sitting in the, um, their like living room after. I don't know. Living I'm room? A, I think. Yeah, there's like, like a, it was like a couch. Out. There was like a okay. couch. Interesting. And so we were sitting there because she like offered us water and stuff, you know, and it was like in a reusable glass. So we had to like drink it, obviously. Um, <laughs> so we were just like sitting there and Ryan was like, oh, how'd you like it? How'd you like it? And obviously like You're we're like, in the business, so I didn't want to be like, that was I creepy. hated it. <laughs> and so I was just like, oh yeah, it was good. It was good. And Ryan's like, I fell asleep. And I was <laughs> like, You're joking. He said it Me was too. so relaxing. He fell asleep. For a long time. Did somebody, like, have to go in and get him? No, like, music comes on and it, like, wakes oh. you up. But I was, like... Yeah, I'm sure he's not the first one to fall asleep in there. I know. I was, like, how? <laughs> how did you fall asleep? Because I was having a full panic attack. <laughs> I'm just, like, imagining, like, Brian's just, like, eh, you know, yeah. you're sleeping, yeah. And in the other room, you're, like, fighting demons. Yeah. Like, you're fighting your inner demons. And so, finally, we get to the car and I tell him the truth about what I experienced. And he goes, I had a feeling you would have trouble with this. And I was, like, oh, my God. Also, I just like the thought that your inner demon is a doll falling down the Literally. stairs in a really, really fat set. It was creepy. And I was telling Ryan, I was telling Ryan about these things, and he's like, "Yeah, I was thinking of like weird stuff too sometimes." But like, I kept like leaning into it, and I would just think about it more. And I'm like, "No, dude. The second I saw a doll in my mind, cut off, <laughs> cut off. I can't do that." Sounds like Ryan would be really good on like 
<laughs> like acid or something. Probably. Like he just goes with it. He was just like chill. God. And he was, I was just like, like okay. wow, we are so different. He saw the same centaur and he was like, word up. <laughs> yeah, but that was my uh, Valentine's experience. <laughs> I will say though, like, we left and my my muscles felt more relaxed than after like a massage. Yeah. So I could imagine like if you had some other like stimulation, like if you were listening to like music that you liked or you yes. know, you were listening to like an audiobook or something, like and you were I just sitting there like relaxing, like having something to distract your mind. Like yeah. the floating part would be nice. Yeah. But the the lack of anything else happening, I would absolutely go insane. <sighs> I'm with you on that one. It I don't know bad. if I could fall I, I don't know, maybe I maybe I could fall asleep. But I think I would go insane. It was crazy. Yeah, though. But that was my Valentine's experience. Besides that... Went a little crazy for Valentine's Day. Yeah. It happens to the best of us. Besides that, um, my mom and I went to go see Mamma Mia. Oh. In theaters. Or in theaters. <laughs> like, at, at the Fox Theater. It's like a musical. Oh, yeah. Um, It was hilarious. Really? We were laughing to the point of tears <laughs> at, at one part, and I could not stop laughing. I've never laughed that hard in my life. It was so funny. He doesn't say, I don't think I've ever seen, like, the musical version of Mamma Mia. Is it, like, yeah. different than the movie? They actually followed the movie really well. Oh, okay. Like, it was very similar to the movie. Okay. Because, I mean, the movie's already kind of, like, a musical. Uh-huh. So. Yeah. But it was hilarious. That was fun. Um, besides that, still circling around Valentine's Day, <laughs> I got a sewing machine for Valentine's Day. <laughs> and I am having the worst time with it. Oh. <laughs> I have sewed... Three different things, like three different sessions of sewing, and my machine is like broken to the point of no return. <laughs> really? Yes. And I don't know, like we, we've like fixed it. We fixed what was wrong with it. And I think like something stripped because like it doesn't stay fixed and okay. it just like reverts back to like being broken. So that's frustrating. And then I realized I threw away the box that came in from Amazon. <laughs> so I can't like return it. So my other option was to go take it to a repair shop, but I think that's dumb because I've only used it three times. It would be so expensive, I feel like, too. Or I could send it to warranty, which we just have to pay for shipping for that. But, like, also, they're going to have it for a long time, and I think that's dumb, too. So I decided I'm going to, like, I call it Scam Amazon. I don't think I'm really (laughs) scamming Amazon. I don't think I really am, but I ordered the exact same machine. (gasps) And it's going to come in, and I'm going to take the box it came in, put the old one in it, and then return the old one. Are you sure you should be admitting this? Like, Well, yeah, because on the, the only thing I'm swapping is the box. The, the return will still match the serial numbers. Oh. Because I'm returning the old machine. I just need the box it came in. Yeah. That's not really, because you're still keeping the old one. It's not like you're... No, I'm keeping the new one. I'm I mean, return- yeah, yeah, that's what I meant. The new one. I don't know why yeah. it's the old one. I'm returning the old one and s- telling them it's broken. Yeah. Okay. So that's probably fine. I think it's fine. Also, listen, this might be a hot take. I don't think scamming Amazon is a bad idea because most big companies like that, they factor that into their budget. Facts. (laughs) So, yeah, it's fine. Also, down with Jeff Bezos. It would be different if I was like sending back a broken machine as if it was the brand new one. But I'm sending back the actual, like, the serial numbers are matching. I'm not switching out a product. I'm literally just taking the box. The box, yeah. Because I don't have a box. That's fine. And then you get a working one, too, so. Yeah, yeah. But the problem is, (laughs) my return window of the original one ends on March 8th. The other one was temporarily out of stock. Oh. And it comes March 5th through 15th. So if it doesn't come the 5th, 6th, or 7th. What do you do? I'm going to have to cancel the order and then send it off to warranty. Oh, yeah. Which kind of stinks, but... Well, I feel like normally when they 
normally, whenever they have those big windows, it comes like before. Because mm-hmm. like when I ordered, so I ordered new collars for my cats and they were supposed to come like around the same time because I ordered two of them. They're supposed to come together. One of them still hasn't come yet, but the other one already got here and it said it was supposed to get here on like February like 23rd. It's the 22nd today. <clears throat> one of them already came like a couple days ago, mm-hmm. like before the window even so, like yeah. when I said it was going to be delivered. So I feel like it's hit or miss. Yeah, that's why I'm hopeful. Yeah. Yeah. So my sewing machine, it's making me mad because like uh, part of it too, I was like sewing through denim, which is like really thick, mm. which like the sewing machine's built for that. But like, I don't yeah. know. Sometimes I think they fib a little bit about that stuff. Yeah. But, so yeah, that's frustrating. But <laughs> I also injured myself. Sewing. sewing. Um. So I was cutting denim. Did you and, sew into your finger? No. But when you cut, when you cut like material, you have like a rotary cutter, kind of like it's like a pizza cutter, but smaller. <laughs> and you put it on this cutting mat, and then you use like a ruler, and you run the pizza cutter along the ruler. Oh no! Did oh? So I run it along the ruler, and it was cut. So then I laid my fingers on the material to swipe it away. Still had the rotary cutter in my hand. Sliced my thumb. I didn't even see that before. Yeah. Oh my god, she's like a huge gash on her thumb. Sliced my thumb. Oh my god. Like two inches long, probably. No, maybe an inch and a half. That looks like open too. Yeah. Um. So I sliced it. It That's, obviously hurt because it's like literally like a razor blade cut through like ten layers of skin. Yeah. There. <laughs> oh my god. I sliced it. And Ryan was standing right there, and I was like, oh my god, can you give me a paper towel? Because it's, like, gushing. Yeah. And then we put the paper towel on it for a little bit, and then we get one of those big Band-Aids, because the cut is long enough that it, like... It's like your whole thumb. Yeah, the pad, like, needs to be big. So we put one of those big Band-Aids on it. I thought it was fine. (laughs) Literally, we're... I think we're eating dinner. And Ryan's like, oh my god, there's blood on the side of my bowl. (laughs) Like, on the outside of it. I sat at the table, and I was like, what uh, the heck? You're like, who did that? So, I looked down. <laughs> blood is trickling out the side of my Band-Aid. Oh my God. Which is weird, because usually when it bleeds through, you see it, like, through where right. the pad is. Yeah. But I guess if it wasn't, like, stuck down all the way, maybe? No, I don't know. I think it was, but it was trickling out the side. So, I was like, shoot. <laughs> I rip off the Band-Aid. The entire Band-Aid is red. Oh, my God. I have never seen a band-aid that soaked in blood. Well, did you stop the bleeding before you put the band-aid on? I tried. Oh. And then, so then we, like, did another band-aid, soaked through that one, did another it band-aid. stitches. Soaked through that one. And then finally we took, you like. You should have just used your sewing machine and I stitched did, I it should up. Have. But we took paper towels and, like, it was literally in, like, multiple layers. And then it was still, like, bleeding through that paper towel. God. And even now, like, today it, like, bled a little bit. But I'm like, that's insane. Oh, my God. I well, told, I told Ryan. I probably could have used some stitches, actually. Probably. But I told Ryan, I was like, I don't know if sewing's for me. <laughs> like, I... You could do, like, medical sewing, practice sewing on your hand. I really should have. You should have, I think. But I will say, though... I'm not though, good at sewing either, so I can't judge. It's going to be a cool scar. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, that's definitely going like, to scar. Like, this is a cool scar. You so. could say you got into, like, a knife fight or something. Probably. But, You yeah. could say you were doing that game, you know, where you have your hand on the table and you... Try to hit the knife between your Please. fingers and you just stabbed yourself in the thumb. <laughs> it's yeah. like it's like knife length, knife size. So at least I'm gonna get a cool scar out of it. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of embarrassing telling people I cut my fingers sewing. Not even sewing. You cutting. were just cutting the fabric. <laughs> you were past this or not to the yeah. sewing part yet. 
So yeah, that's, that's okay. It happens. Those are my life updates. That's what's happened to me. Oh my God. Besides work being so busy, but we don't have to talk about it. We don't talk about that. Well, I guess I could kind of give my kind of life update what I was up to last week. I hope you guys can't hear my cats meowing outside the door. I know they. I, you could hear it on the last episode. Just ignore it. They're, <laughs> they're crying. We locked them out. Um, this is going to be a huge boys cover your ears moment. Um, so last week... <laughs> We kind of talked about it almost on the last episode. We were talking about birth control. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, you know, my period is so irregular all the time, blah, blah, blah. Well, uh, cut to literally a week after we filmed that, my period came for the first time in like four months. (laughs) She said, you called? (laughs) She said, who, me? (laughs) Yeah, for the first time in like four months. And so I had four months worth of blood and uh, cramping to make up for. So I was out for most of the week. Uh, last week, I took sick days. I told everybody at work that I had the flu, um, which back in the day, whenever I was still like in high school, they would send me home from school when I was on my period because they thought I had the flu because that's how bad it used to be. We were having similar similar uh, symptoms this time. And um, for all my girlies out there, you're going to you're going to hear this and you're going to get it. Um, I was flowing so heavily that I was go I went through I bled through a supersized tampon supersized supersized that's called super plus no there's super, super and plus? super plus yeah yeah there's super and there's why super why would you say supersize cuz it's a supersized that's like what tampon. they used to call those McDonald's meals <laughs> well supersize me I supersized my tampon please um and uh one of those and then I also had like like period underwear like you know the reusable period underwear that was supposed to hold like four regular tampons worth i bled through the tampon and the underwear Mm. (laughs) and it was like that was just one day too like that was like within like a couple hours so repeat that about four times a day and that was what i was dealing with for about three days um so yeah that's what i was doing all last week it was really kind of touching though because so i stayed i took two sick days last week and then i worked from home the rest of the week Whenever I came back in um, to work on Tuesday, because we had Monday off for President's Day, I came back in on Tuesday and a bunch of people like came by my desk and were like, oh, like, are you feeling better now? And like, these are people that I didn't tell I was sick. Mm. And so I was like, oh, yeah, no, I'm feeling I'm feeling good now. And I was like, oh, that was kind of interesting. And then the guy that like sits next to me, he was like, yeah, like while you were gone, like five people came by to like ask how you're like ask where you were and then Uh like we told them you're sick and they were all really concerned i was like wow i didn't realize i was so popular like in the office like i'm like i don't know i feel like everybody (laughs) this is gonna sound bad everybody like thinks i'm like a child not like in a bad way but like i feel like everybody like feels like they have to like look out for me because anytime like i'll say like oh like i have a headache all of my coworkers are like, I have ibuprofen in my desk. Like, I have, oh, yeah. I have Tums. I have ibuprofen. And they're, like, off me all this stuff. And I'm like, I'm fine, guys. <laughs> like, it's okay. I'll survive. Yeah. But it's kind of cute. But, yeah, so that's what I was doing last week of suffering. That was my Valentine's Day spent with uh, Aunt Flo. At least it was red. It was red. That was my red day. <laughs> <laughs> my red day. <laughs> Please. Um, but speaking of Valentine's Day, that's kind of a good segue into what we were going to talk about, which was going to be love languages. Mm-hmm. We kind of talked, we did an episode on this before for Booing with the Big Dogs back in the day. Um, go back and listen to that if you want. I won't blame you if you don't. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we, in that episode, we took a test and like talked about our love languages. We then, today, we retook the tests and then we have some supplementary thoughts we were going to go over. But yeah. um, 
My score didn't change, I don't think, at all. Really? So for my score, I'm still quality time, number one. Then, what is this one? What is the speech bubble? Words of affirmation. Mm -hmm. And then acts of service. Then giving gifts. And I'm at a whopping 0% for physical touch. Uh, Basically, don't touch me. Slay. Our thighs are touching right now. I know, and I'm like... My acts of you even moved away. She literally moved away. <laughs> I did it. My love language is literally don't touch me at all. Like the opposite of physical yeah. touch. So that's funny. Yeah, mine I think actually changed a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, the 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 number one didn't change though. Right? No, the number one is acts of service, and I think it will be till the day I die. Yeah, I could see like, that. People doing stuff for me and helping me out, especially when I'm like really stressed or like struggling, that means the world to me. Um, number two is quality time, which I think is the same as before. Mm-hmm. Uh, number three used to be words of affirmation. Now it is receiving gifts. Is it giving gifts or receiving gifts? Uh, it says receiving. I'm I not. guess it's receiving. Yeah. It's like if you yeah. get gifts. Yeah. Which I feel like I have an explanation for, mm-hmm. but I'll get into that later. Cause it kind of ropes into what I was going to say. Mm-hmm. Um, then physical touch. Did I say that? Receiving gifts, then words of affirmation, then physical touch. Mm-hmm. Which I think physical touch was my least before. Yeah, too. I think that I think we talked about we were both like, wow, we are just So Caroline and I are not very <laughs> physical <laughs> to others. Well, I mean we always say we're like the best friends I'd never hug. And so it yeah. makes seem that it, it makes sense oh why. Oh my god, that makes me think <laughs> we have a picture from my wedding. <laughs> I forgot. We're hugging. I'm like, it looks so bad, dude. I'm like slinging like one arm around Caroline. It's like a side hug. I think because I was, well, I was like trapping your arm because I went like a little too ham into it because like the photographer is like, okay, now hug, and we were like, I think this is the first time we're hugging like ever. It's awkward. So it, and you could tell that we. Yeah, it was kind of a funny picture though. Maybe I'll post it on our. That should be that should be our yeah our Instagram. It's so bad. It's but. Anyway, what I was going to say about love languages is I have come to re- the realization, which, are you guys surprised? I think I say this every episode. <laughs> she has an epiphany, like, every two weeks. <laughs> Apparently, I'm just woke. She's just over here realizing things. Literally. Um, I have come to the realization that your love language, how you like receiving love, is very similar and very related to how your parents showed you love as a kid. Mm-hmm. So, like, for me, my number one is acts of service. I think that makes a lot of sense. Like, my mom would help us do our laundry or she would, like, um, help us, like, clean our room, things like that. Mm-hmm. My dad would, like, change our oil in our cars. He would, like, wash our cars if our cars needed wash. Not, like, all the time. Yeah. But obviously, like, if we needed help, my parents would just, like, help us. Do especially it. Yeah, if we without were, like, expecting anything. Yeah, especially if we were stressed or we were struggling. So I feel like just... That is, like, my number one because that's how I was shown love as a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, and then quality time, just spending time with my parents. I think that is pretty self-explanatory. Like, we spent a lot of time together, obviously through, like, living together, number one. Yeah. Um, sports, we went to the lake a lot, things like that. Receiving gifts. So I think what this is for me, because, like, obviously I got gifts on my birthday, gifts on Christmas and stuff. I mm-hmm. don't think it has anything to do with that. I think receiving gifts more so is, like, when my mom would go to the mall or go to Kohl's and she would see a dress and she's like, oh, I think Michaela would like that. And she would, isn't that the whole point of, like, the love language is, like, receiving gifts, like, when it's not expected? 
Yeah, I you think know? so. So, like, it was it was things where, like, my mom would be like, hey, I bought you this dress. It made, Like, this dress reminded me of you. Mm-hmm. I was thinking of you, and I got that dress. So I think that's why I was like, oh, hey, I, I think I actually do like that a lot. Mm-hmm. Because it means they were thinking of me. Yeah. Because um, I think mine's kind of weird, because I always say that I don't like getting gifts. I don't think it's that I don't like getting gifts because like i mean i feel like everybody likes getting gifts like Mm -hmm. if you're receiving something you know and it is like i do find it like touching when somebody gives me something i'm just such like an awkward person i feel like by nature that when somebody gives me a gift i don't know how to react yeah and then i also like i hate the like with when it comes to like birthday gifts and stuff the expectation that oh then when their birthday comes around Mm. you have to get them something yeah caroline and i don't get each other gifts because of that well, also, I think both of us kind of realize that, like, I don't know, for me, and this comes back into quality time being my love language, to me, spending time with a person is, like, a kind of a gift in itself. That sounds so cheesy. But, like, for my birthday, I would rather just spend time with people rather than them, like, drop money on me, you know? For my birthday, I don't want presents. I want your presents. Yeah. I'm like, please. Your presence is a gift. That's funny. Slay. Yeah. But I guess moving down the line still. Words of affirmation. Mm-hmm. My family is not the kind of family that's like, okay, bye, love you, love you, love you. Yeah. Like, my family, I don't know, my my mom and I talk on the phone, we hang up, and it's like, all right, see ya, all right, bye. Bye. <laughs> bye. Literally, the amount of times we say, I love you, I feel like is kind of slim. And every time I tell people that, they're like, oh my god, that's sad. I'm like, no, it's not. I feel because like if, I mean, it's not like you guys don't love each other. You know no. you love each other, yeah. so. To me, like... I think this is why I struggle with this now and why I don't really care about receiving love this way is because, like, to me, saying I love you has a lot of weight behind it. And when you say it every day or you hang up on the phone and you say it all the time, I feel like it loses mm-hmm. meaning yeah, to me. I can see that. It becomes just like, a, okay, bye. Like okay. a reflex almost. Yeah. And I'm not a fan of that, which, like, it's hard because Ryan is like you talk on the phone he's like okay love you okay bye or like you leave in the morning he's like okay love you have a good day and i'm just like like literally this sounds so bad i don't love you (laughs) this sounds so bad but ryan knows it too like we'll go to bed he's like okay good night love you and i'm like okay (laughs) like i have to i have to literally like choke it out be like okay love you like i literally say it so fast like swallowing back your vomit no for real i'm like every time he's like good night love you i say good night love you he's like gulp (laughs) literally (laughs) But he knows it, and I don't think he cares. And then physical touch <laughs> being my least. My family is not very, like, touchy. Yeah. Like, I don't... Some families are, like, really into, like, hugging and, like, cuddling. My family's not like that. Like, we hug on special occasions. Yeah. Which I will say has changed more recently. Mm-hmm. Especially with my dad, which I think has a lot to do with, like, his health issues last year. Just, like... Yeah. You don't want to miss out an opportunity to hug your kid. So we hug more now. And I think it also is a big deal that we, like, don't see each other as often because we don't live together anymore. Right. So we hug more often. But still, man, <laughs> I, I think that's why. I don't know because my stuff, I don't know if this is, like, if it's related to the way I was, like, treated as a child not that like quality not that my parents didn't spend quality time with me like this is gonna all sound really bad i know my mom listens to this mom just like don't listen (laughs) i'm just kidding no everything's fine but like for quality time my like my dad was gone a lot when i was a kid just because he traveled a lot um and like i think 
I distinctly remember times, and I know that if I brought this up to my dad, he'd probably feel so bad about it. <laughs> but I distinctly remember times where he would choose like something else over me. Uh, for example, he chose to go uh, hunting. It was opening season of hunting. He chose hunting over coming to my band concert where I was the first chair clarinet in the state band, which was like a pretty, not state band, district band. That we were in together? Yeah, the one that we were in together, which is like a, a pretty big achievement because you have to oh, audition yeah. for it. Caroline was slaying that concert too. I, was, I had a, like a solo and everything. And my dad was like, but it's opening season. I can't go. And mm. I was like, oh, okay. That's fine. And just, like, I think also, like, as I got older, the more I could, like, drive myself places, like, the less I feel like my... not I don't want to say the less they came to things, because they came to, like, big things, of course. But, like, you know, they didn't come to every single one of my soccer games when I was mm-hmm. in high school or, you know, that kind of stuff. But, um, so I don't know if I... I don't know if I necessarily agree with that, but I don't know. They still spent a lot of time with us as kids, so I don't know. But words of affirmation also... I guess we were we were a big I love you family, you know, we yeah. still kind of are now. But like, I'm also kind of like you in that, like, whenever they like, I don't I'm not usually I feel like the first one to say it. Like if someone says it, I'm like, yeah, I love you. Okay. <laughs> like my sister's a big like love you. And she'll call me out <laughs> if I don't say it back. <laughs> she'll just, we'll be talking on the phone and she'll say, OK, bye. I love you. And I'll be like, yeah, bye. And she goes, say it back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Honestly, like, it just kind of, like, slips my mind sometimes. Because, like, she knows that I love her. So it's, like, whatever. But I'm, I'm better about it now. But. Yeah. Uh, acts of service. I think, yeah, my parents were the same way. They would they would definitely do stuff for us. And even now, still, they do stuff for us. Like, mm-hmm. you know, my dad's still the one I go to if anything is slightly wrong with my car or any anything otherwise. I'm like, Dad, what do I do? What mm-hmm. do I do with this information? Like, <laughs> my, my um like, sewer company sent me an email and they were like, hey, we noticed that your water has been on continuously for, like, the past, like, two weeks or something. Like, you might have a leak somewhere. The first thing I did was I called my dad and I said, Dad, what do I do with this information? <laughs> he goes, well, you can do this and this and this. And then I was like, okay, cool. But uh, gifts, I think I'm also the same as you. Like, my mom, would, you know, if she would go to, like, Kohl's or something, she'd be like, oh, like, I saw these shorts. These shorts looked really, like, comfortable and i think you would like them as like it's always I, I was a, well i was yeah <laughs> it's always because this is the cole's cash but yeah. i was a big like sleep shorts girly you know mm-hmm. so she's like these look really comfortable i think you would like them as sleep shorts and you know would get me stuff like that physical touch i feel like it's kind of weird because i hate it my mom's side of the family is so touchy-feely really? like i was just talking about this with i went to get lunch with my cousin a couple days ago who is, like, on that side of the family. And we were talking about it because we're both kind of not, like, physical touch people. And we're like, yeah, you know, everybody's always like, oh, give me a hug. and blah, 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 Like, that kind of stuff. And we're like, oh, okay. Like, <laughs> but yeah. they're so touchy-feely. But my dad's side of the family is n- not, <laughs> not touchy-feely at all. They're, I don't even think they're really, like, an I love you family. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the side of the family. But, yeah. I don't know. I guess it just depends. Maybe Food it's more. I think it's maybe more kind of how. I don't want to say how you wish you got more love <laughs> as a child because that sounds so like bad. Like I had a very happy childhood. I don't want anybody to think otherwise. Um, but you know, quality time was always the thing that meant the most to me. You know, mm-hmm. when people would show up, I was always so upset if my siblings didn't come to my like band or orchestra concerts. Which plot twist. They didn't really come to a lot of them, <laughs> but it always made me really upset because I was like, 
you know, I always went to my brother's soccer games, like, and his baseball games and mm-hmm. whatever. And my sister didn't really do a lot of, like, extracurricular stuff like that, you know? But, like, I would always, like, be there for her for that stuff. So it always, like, made me really upset when they weren't, they didn't come to my stuff. Yeah. So, I don't know. I get it. I get it. Interesting. Food for thought. Food for thought. Everyone reflect on yourself right now. We'll give you five seconds. Just kidding. Yeah, that would be too long and be really awkward. <laughs> Just us sitting here like breathing into the mic. Um, what about a what what's the opposite of a segue? We're talking about love. Let's talk about hatred now. Not hatred. Hatred. Let's talk about what are you trying to friendship. Get? Friendship. That is kind of being, lovey. But being but the forgotten struggling. friend. Struggling with friendship. This is another thing that Mick and I have talked about on this podcast before. Being We call it being the forgotten friend. I'm sure you guys are familiar yeah. with this. Um, we've both kind of uh, been promoted from forgotten friend to abandoned friend. The <laughs> one that's just... We're, we got promoted to bystander, basically. In, in two of our, our friend groups, in, in separate friend groups, so... Um, I don't know. It's just been something I've been kind of thinking about recently. It happened for me. It happened like over the summer last yeah, year. Yours is like recent. It's a little more recent, but like it still just is on my mind a lot. For me, I'm not gonna get too into it. I don't think any of them even listen to this, so it doesn't even matter. Um, I don't think they ever did. Ever you get have. a text. <laughs> I get a text, and they're like, "What are you talking about?" Um, but like basically, we'll just put it this way: I found out that one of my friends that I had been having some issues with. I found out that she said something uh, about me to another friend that uh, really hurt my feelings. And luckily, the other friend that she told it to told me. And that's a true friend right there. But basically, that was kind of the last straw for me. And I just kind of decided, like, hey, you know what? I'm not going to do this anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to be in this this friend group. I'm going to distance myself. But nobody said anything. I don't think anybody's noticed, which almost kind of hurts more. But, like, I don't think I would have wanted them. Like, I don't want there to be a conflict because I'm, I'm not going back on my decision and they're not going to change their minds because they never have before. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know, but it still hurts. But uh, I'm curious to know if anybody else, you know, that's listened to this has kind of felt the same way. I feel like this is a pretty, like, struggling in your, like, friendships and, like, feeling, I don't know, insecure in your friendships, I feel like is a very universal thing. So Especially for girls. Especially for girls. Guys guys are so low maintenance. <laughs> Sometimes I, like, envy, like, boys, like, oh. and having, like, a boy group, you know? I'm jealous of Ryan's friend group. Like, that is, like, the one thing that makes me want to be a man. Not the one thing, but, like... <laughs> there's a lot of things. There's a lot of things that make me want to be a man. But one of the main things is just, like, having just, like, a boy group. Like, I feel like you find a group in, like, high school, and that's, like, mm-hmm. it. They stick with each other. Like, my brother they is still thin. friends with, like, so many of his friends from, like, high school yeah. that are, like, I don't know. They're just, like... They're just so, not to sound like misogynistic, but there's so much less drama. Yeah. <laughs> I feel I, like. We're like, girls suck. We're like, girls suck. No, I love oh, having no. a girl group, though. Like, having a girl group is also mm-hmm. a really great experience. So, when it works. <laughs> yeah, I think we have very similar problems yeah. where Caroline and I are very, like, all or nothing on yeah. relationships. And, sorry. <laughs> I hope you can't hear my mouth noises. I was like literally studying, stuttering, studying, studying. Um, No, I was going to say that like a lot of girl groups background, I struggled with this whole situation similar to Caroline's in actually I think I was out of college. It was like right after college, Mm -hmm. but 
Same sort of situation, but I find it very common when you're in a big friend group like that for girls. Every friendship in that friend group is like surface level. Mm -hmm. You know, like you're friends, you hang out, but like if you're struggling, oh, sorry, you know? Yeah. Or like if you, I don't know, just like they're not there for you at the same level that like a a hundred percent all in friend is. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what I really um what am I what word am I looking for? What I really that, value in a friendship? Yeah. Like you don't like the surface level. Yeah. Like you yeah, like all or nothing. Like it's either you're a really good friend or let's just not do yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Like I I'm sorry, but like if we are only friends because I don't know. We both like Harry Styles, and that's all that we have in common. <laughs> that's the only reason we're friends. We're friends. Yeah, you're right. We're friends. <laughs> yeah. But like, if that's the only thing we have in common, and that's the only thing we ever talk to each other about, we don't care about any other deeper thing in their life, in each other's lives. I don't want it. You yeah. Know what I mean, and it's. I feel like a big thing too. A, a good way to put it is like, think of those friendships, and it's like, if I asked any of those people not any of them i'd say most of the group Mm -hmm. if i asked most of the group hey what's my brother's name oh yeah some of them wouldn't even know Mm -hmm. and i'm like that's so but then but then you post like group pictures together and it's like i'm like oh my god i love you so much yeah like do you that was i feel like part of the problem that i had in my group too was just like I was about to say something, and then I completely blanked on it. No, I, it was just, you can tell that this was traumatic experiences for us because both of us are very. It's hard to explain. It is because, like, I don't want to sound. Uh, spoiler alert! This is something I've been going to therapy about. Um, but just like I know, in my situation, part of it is my fault, and like I don't think there's anything wrong with saying that. Like, you know, there's stuff that I could have done more. You know. I thought I was always really good that if I thought I did something wrong, I apologized for it. And that's something that means a lot to me is that if you think you've wronged somebody, you apologize for it and you try not to do it again. I felt like in my situation, if I one thing that I always struggle with is uh, speaking my emotions to people. I'm not a very like with Mick, it's different because I cry in front of her all the time. Yeah. But it's because I'm comfortable around you and I know you're not going to. It's not going to cause a fight, you know? Mm-hmm. That was the one thing. Anytime I would bring out my feelings to people. There was a lot of gaslighting in Caroline's <laughs> situation. Like, I would say, hey, what you did really hurt me. And they would say, you're not allowed to feel like that because of this and this and this. And I'd be like, oh, okay. And it would always end up as a fight. So it kind of, I just kind of stopped bringing up my feelings. And I, I mean, I'd always bottle up my feelings. And they would encourage me to speak my mind and then it would cause a fight. You know, just this endless cycle. And so it came to a point where one of my one of my biggest problems was feeling like I was being excluded when, you know, it's one thing if you want to hang out one on one with people. I'm fine with that. If you just want to hang out with one other person, whatever, that's fine. But if you're getting a group together and you don't invite the entire group, (laughs) that's kind of (laughs) that's kind of wrong. It doesn't matter. Like, oh, I'm just I just didn't feel as close to this person or blah, blah, blah. There's only one way to get closer to the people, and that's to hang out with them. So that's that on that. But I would I told one of my friends whenever I, I talked to her about it, I said, if my fate in this group is to be the friend that only gets invited when the entire group is invited, I don't want to be that friend, and I'm going to respectfully back out. 
I, I don't want to be that friend because it's just going to hurt my feelings and nothing's going to change. So why would I continue putting myself through that? Mm-hmm. And it's just kind of uh, what I've had to do recently is just come to the realization that like sometimes no matter how hard you try, someone just doesn't like you. No matter, no matter what you do, they're, they're just not going to like you. And it's, you know, not your fault completely, but they just, they just don't like you and you, you shouldn't change yourself for somebody else. So. Mm-hmm. So that's a little a little piece of advice for anybody out there is if you feel like you're being, you know, wronged with your friends, I and you don't think anyone anything's going to change and you've talked about it like we're all adults here. Like we can know when something's good or bad for us and kind of, you know. Mm-hmm. I think putting yourself first isn't isn't always a bad thing. So, yeah. And I had the pretty much the exact same situation happen as Caroline. It was one of the let's invite the entire group but mm-hmm. one person. Yeah. Um, and I had this huge falling out because I chose to like, obviously not just stand by and Mm -hmm. do something about it. And the person who initiated the group setting Mm -hmm. did not like that. Yep. And with that, there was a lot of really hurtful things said. Mm -hmm. And it's just hard to talk about too, because in that specific time of my life, I was not very good mentally (laughs) mentally stable and so what was said to me was like digging my own grave in a sense and it really scared me a lot too because within that friend group I did have a lot of really good friends Mm -hmm. a lot of really good friends and those friends were like really good oh my god they're really good (laughs) those guys are really good (laughs) they were really good and what scared me is like the power this one person had I knew that me speaking up me do, doing something about this meant losing the relationships I had with my other friends. Yeah, same thing for me because, like, I knew, like, when it came down to it, like, yeah, I also had some good, really good friends in there, but I knew when it came down to it, I, I didn't want anybody to pick sides, obviously, but I knew if it came down to it, I wasn't going to be the one to get chosen. Yeah, you're going to be the second choice. I was going to be the one that, yeah, got left behind. Especially when there's a group happened. mentality, too. Yeah, and so, like, so- I, yeah, I'm the same way that I definitely did have some good friends in there. And like, even the person that I had the most issues with, like there was a point in time where like we were like with each other all the time and I felt super, super close to her. And she really did help me through a lot of hard times in my life. Yeah. That makes it even harder. My situation. I personally was never really close with this person. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know. I just saw like a lot of red flags in general, which I think a lot of people are choose to overlook and a lot of people are blind to, but I don't know. That's just not something that I like to associate like, myself with. So I never, I never was like close with this person. Mm-hmm. I was friendly and we were in the same friend group, but would I have ever chosen to hang out separately? Never. Yeah. Cause no. it's just not, we did not mesh. Yeah. But. And I think as much as it like hurts, you know, I think objectively I know I'm way happier. Well, yeah, I was going to bring that up too. Like, it still hurts, though. Yeah. You can't discount the pain. <laughs> distancing myself from that friend group and just trusting myself to be able to basically survive on my own. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Um, obviously, like, at the time, I had Caroline. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's about <laughs> it. Like, for, I'm talking girlfriends, like, really close girlfriends. Like, I had... Oh, God. Girlfriend? Oh, my God. <laughs> anyway, I had, I had a friend group with, like, my sand volleyball team, but, mm-hmm. like... Um, even then we weren't even like super tight knit. So I, I knew I had Caroline and I was like, well, I have Caroline and I have my family. I'm just going to 
I'm just going to let myself go because I'd rather let myself go than be completely cut off. Yeah. And so I let myself go and I knew there was, (laughs) you know, karma always comes around. I had, (laughs) I had a lot of texts coming my way trying to apologize, which thank you, but like, it's way too late for that. Um, and I think in like, in my heart a little bit, like it's so hard to, it's so hard to forget. Like let it go. Yeah. I'll forgive it, but that, I'm not going to pretend like nothing happened. No, that was one of the worst experiences I have ever gone through in my life. Meanest things that were ever said to me in my life. And so, I don't know, cutting myself off though, I immediately felt relief. Yeah. There was just relief. I did not have like anxiety around my friends anymore. And I just felt a lot better. And literally like right after cutting those people off, I met Daisy, who is mm-hmm. like, she's going to love this. <laughs> yeah, doesn't don't she, she hates when you talk about her no, on the she, podcast? No, she loves it. She, she loves really it. really loves it. So hi, I met, Daisy. Hi, Daisy. <laughs> I, met, I met Daisy at work, and we were, like, really close friends. Daisy's amazing. She's a genuine friend. We love Daisy. We love Daisy. Um, but, yeah, I met Daisy, and it's, like, it's amazing how what letting go of those people yeah. does. And also, it's just, like, when you find, like the the right friend you know that sounds kind of weird but when you find like the right friend like it should be easy like mm-hmm. me and Michaela like our friendship is so like easy yeah <laughs> like, I know I can like literally go like a week without like texting you because you know I disappear off the face of the earth sometimes yeah and I could literally just like text you and be like hey man what's up and it's just like nothing ever happened yeah we're very like, like low maintenance for you like I don't have to like worry about what I say around you I don't have to worry about what no. face I'm making when I'm hanging out with you like Definitely whenever I was deciding to separate myself from these people, which I already kind of had before just because, you know, didn't get invited to things, but whatever. It was definitely a lot easier knowing that I had Michaela and I had my friend Sarah and I had my family. Like I knew there were so many people that are so much better for me, you know, and that actually do care about me and will be there for me that I can like fall back, not fall back on, but you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So definitely there's, having that support system is a, is, is a real helpful thing. Yeah. And there's like no insecurities in our friendship either. No. Either. Yeah. Eber. Eber. But um, yeah. So I feel like we're just like comfortable with each other. Yeah. And I think that's That's really how it important. should be too. But like you shouldn't be constantly worrying about what like when you're with your friends. Like if you're – if you – said something slightly wrong. Are they going to get mad at me? You know, like that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. Like that shouldn't be, a, that shouldn't be a concern. You should just yeah. be like comfortable and they should know you well enough to know when you, I don't know, when you mean something and when you don't, yeah. I guess. And I will say like both of us came from bigger like friend groups. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing that I've struggled with the most, especially, like, still loving, like, a couple people out of that group. Yeah. And just not being able to be as close to them anymore because of the environment and the situation. One of the things that's, like, the hardest thing to do is when you see posts on social media of, like... <laughs> it your, just brings up every bad Your memory. old friend group all together. And yeah. And it's just, like... It sucks. Ouch. That hurts. That hurts. Because you miss it and you miss mm-hmm. the experiences, but, like, you don't miss how it made you feel. Yeah. And so that sucks. Um... Yeah, one of the hardest things I did last year, I went to a wedding of one of the girls, um, and I love her, and she's, she, we were really close friends, really great, and, like, obviously that whole situation has, like, distanced us a little bit, Mm -hmm. which sucks, but that's life, but yeah, I went to her wedding, 
And like that whole friend group was there. Yeah. A ton of them were bridesmaids. And it's just like, you just. It's almost like thinking about like what could have been, you know? Yeah. I felt like I was having an out of body experience. Yeah. Of like watching a movie of what my life could have been. Yeah. Yeah. And it it was like really hard, but like obviously I love her. So I'm going to go and support her. Yeah. Clearly. But like, man, that was rough. And, like, I don't know about you, but, like, I feel like whenever I, like, sit back and, like, think about it and, like, think about how upset it made me, I almost feel, like, childish because, like, it feels like a high school situation. It does. It happened. <laughs> We're, you know, 24 years old. I'm about to turn 25 and I'm still going through, like, friend drama. Like, it feels it feels weird, but, like, it's definitely real and it definitely happened. And I think that, you know... A bad friendship, like a friendship breakup can hurt just as bad yeah, as a real breakup. I'm sitting over here like getting choked up about it. <laughs> I know, like this is, this is what I go to therapy for is literally yeah. this situation. So, yeah. yeah. And other things, but you know. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I just feel like it's hard to talk about because, yeah. especially when there's, there's still people in that group that you like care a lot. Yeah. Also for me too, I went through a very similar situation in high school. So like one thing that I've had to kind of come to terms with is, you know, oh, this happened to be twice, but it's not your fault you know you didn't it, it's yeah, not you because you're yourself am i the problem <laughs> am i the problem because like it happens it happened twice but like it comes down to it like if they don't like you for who you are and they want you to be a completely different person like you're just not you're not meant, meant to be there so yeah if you don't if you don't feel like you can be 100 percent yourself around that group then it might be best to distance yourself yeah so well, that was yeah. a that was a long tangent about that one. Dude, that was I, all I had to talk about. Though. I have a freaking like though. frog in my throat. <laughs> yeah, because we're like, mm. if you hear me like choking off over here, no, you don't. This is, I mean, I don't know. We we can be real on this podcast. I know we're silly, goofy, but we can be we can be tender hearted too. Yeah. So this is our authentic self. Yeah. And if you guys don't accept us, then we're we're just gonna have to leave. <laughs> we're <laughs> never coming back. <laughs> Any of my true friends from that friend group are listening. Uh, I still love you. <laughs> You know who you are. You know who you are. They actually probably do. But um, I have a ton of random stuff on here, but we don't have to talk about everything this episode. Maybe to to talk about something lighthearted in the in the in between. Let's do our favorite things. Oh my god, I almost forgot about. We didn't that. do that. Um. So I think. Do you have a favorite thing? Because I I honestly kind of forgot to think of a favorite thing. <laughs> Dude, I forgot to think of a favorite thing too. I, we have our favorite songs that we could do that to start out with. My favorite songs, I have two. Ooh. And I closed out of my Spotify. Wait, can I have two? Yeah, you can. Yay. Um, sorry, there's a car door outside, so we're like Somebody's parking. parked outside my house. People always park outside my house, though, so it's fine. Anyway, um, my first song, I don't know if you pronounce the artist's name Chapel Roan or Chappelle. Chappelle Rowan. Rowan? Rowan? I think it's Chappelle it Roan. Is it? Okay. I think. I always heard Chapel, but I Maybe don't, I chapel. don't know. I don't know. Um, her song "Hot to Go," Ooh, bop, so fire. It's a bop. It's one of those songs that you listen to and you're like, <laughs> you're like, is this Let's cheesy? Go. It it is, but it's so good. It's Sometimes so you good. need a cheesy song. Yeah. So that's my first song. Um, my second song is "Where Did I Go Wrong" by the Crow Boys. Where did I go not wrong? That one. <laughs> it's not I that lost one. a friend. It's kind of that one. relevant, but <laughs> no. Um, I'll try and think of a favorite thing while you say in your song. Okay. So I'll do I'll do two songs too. The one I have is it's literally up on my computer screen around because I was playing it on Spotify for Mick. Um it's called Pretty Clothes by and you'll have to forgive me if I say this guy's name wrong. I think he's Hispanic. So 
Ivan Fergon, I think. That's uh, pretty good. Thank you. I took Spanish in high school for two years. Forgot good everything. Um, it's called Pretty Clothes. Oh, it's a bop. It, I was playing it for Mick, and she was like, immediately add to playlist. It was <laughs> so good. It's a good song. Go listen to that if you haven't. And then my second song is $20 by Boy Genius. Uh, now Grammy Award winners. Let's go, Boy Genius. <laughs> um, that song is also a bop. Like, when they're like... Have you heard that song? I didn't play that one for yes, you. Yes. Or, I yeah. Have. When uh, they're, like, screaming at the end, oh, it, that gets you going. <laughs> I love that song. How do you feel about Boy Genius? I like them. Okay, good. I was going to fight. I was going to fight. I wasn't going to fight. I know some people don't like them, but... No, I, I, like, I them. like them. I can't remember all their names. I know Phoebe. We got Phoebe. We got Lucy. One? The little one. I love when people call her the little one. Julian Baker. <laughs> I really love her voice. Her voice is so good. And then Lucy, uh, I think it's Dacus? Dacus? I'm I don't know how to I'm say gonna it. I'm going to be so honest. I don't know when Lucy is singing. I do because I know I've heard some of... I, the only one that. I can think of is the one, always an That's her, yeah. never got. That's a good one. I know that I'm going to play um, a different song of her, like, that's just Lucy for you, and you're going to relate to it. I'm not going to say it. Well, I guess I can say it on here. When it's her song, uh, My Mother. It's called My Mother or My Mom. Whatever. It's on my playlist. I can't remember if it's called My Mother or My Mom, but I'm, <laughs> if you guys know that song, the girls who get it, get it. <laughs> I'll play it for you. You can go get it. <laughs> But no, I love them. They're they're great. Do you have a favorite thing? I was Dude. talking so much I didn't think of one. Um, favorite thing, favorite thing. Oh, I can I can have one. I can, you, I can have I can I can have one. Go ahead. Um, my favorite thing recently, um, you'll probably see it in the video if you watch it, which I haven't posted the clips from the last episode, but I will, I promise. I bought a bunch of like lights for my room just to kind of cause I don't know if this is like a, a neurodivergent thing or something, but I hate overhead lights. Like I hate having like the the like fan light on in my office, uh, especially at night. I prefer to have like the lights off, but I still like some like ambient lighting. So I got a bunch of like colored lights, you know, and they they're all <laughs> connected. But when I put them into to Siri, uh, I was expecting her to turn on, but she didn't. <laughs> you can't. It, like, if I wanted to say, turn office lights on, I couldn't do that because that, like, conflicts with some other, like, Siri command. So I had to come up with, like, a unique command to say to her. So I have to say, activate gamer mode, which is kind of funny, but it works. But, no, I really like these lights. These are, they definitely, like, they definitely set the tone. I like them. Yeah. They are pretty cool. Pretty, pretty vibe. Pretty vibe. But pretty vibe. They're okay. pretty vibe. I don't know. Um. Yeah. I finally thought of something. Okay, good. Which isn't, like, new or anything for me, but recently I have started running more again. Mm. And Do another marathon? <laughs> I don't know about that one. <laughs> you said, mm, maybe Daisy, not. Daisy wants us to do a half marathon. Oh, God. We shall see. But um, I, I said no to the full marathon. Yeah, no. Um, no, I've been running a lot more again, mostly because it's been nice out, and I feel like yeah. anytime it's nice out, I just want to get outside and do something. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I've been running more and I've been enjoying it. There's not much more to say about that. Just the running. Just the Favorite running. thing is the running. Just the running. God, runners, am I right? They're always like, mm, I ran six miles today. <laughs> I'm not running that far yet. <laughs> That's for sure. No, but I think it's, um, also want to start running more too, though. <laughs> you should. I think, I think it's helping a lot too, because like I said earlier, like work is really busy and really yeah. stressful. Um, just being able to just be outside for a little bit, mm -hmm. I think helps me a lot. So 
It's been a stress reliever. Yeah. I would say my favorite thing is sewing, but we know how that goes. Yeah, that can be like a middle ground thing. Like it was good for a little bit. That can be a learning experience. <laughs> That's a learning experience. We have a favorite thing, a favorite song, and a learning experience. A learning experience. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, that's... Um, Do you have anything else on your list? Bro. Oh, no. I have. I actually have a really funny story on my list. We, we can always end the episode with we a funny story. We end with a funny story. Let me let me check off my list as you'll... Oh, actually, I do have one thing I want to just say Why really quick. Why is there a blank one? I accidentally put oh, it there. Oh, okay. <laughs> There's uh, one thing I want to say really quick. This happens to me all the time, but I was coming home from work one day... And the highway I take home is huge. It's um, Highway 270 if anyone lives in the area, but lots of lanes, super busy traffic. Yeah, always really, really (laughs) trafficy. So bad. The other day I'm driving home and there's a hitchhiker on the side of the road. (laughs) Which like if I guess if someone's, well, no, nobody's going to stop on the highway. To pick yeah, up, it's right? a huge like, highway. And you can't I think stop. The reason I was shook was because he had a dog with him. Oh. On the side of 270. That's dangerous. And I was like, dude, get your dog away from this you highway. You better be short leashing that thing. But tell me why every time I see a hitchhiker, I have this insane urge to pick him up. <laughs> it's almost like a, like I'm a drawn. savior complex. Literally, you know, like you want to be a savior. I'm drawn to them. The, all I'm I want to do. <laughs> All I want to do is pull over and be like, where are you headed? I can take you. Why? Oh and you I want think, to be like a movie, literally. but not like a murder movie. And I'm literally like a 24-year-old girl by herself. Why yeah. would I do that? That's so stupid. But I always think about it and I'm like, wouldn't it be fun? Like, it'd be a fun story Yeah, what if you tell? became best friends, you know? <laughs> and it's like, think, you do want to be helpful. Like, yeah. nobody wants to be in that situation, but... I think the reason why it, like, intrigues me so much is because, obviously, I'm, like, really into hiking. And when people hike... Um, it's called like the triple crown, but they're like three major hikes that go pretty much vertically across the U.S. So there's like the Appalachian Trail, the Continental Divide and the Pacific Crest Trail. And I like watching people's like experiences on that. But when you do those trails, hitchhiking is like a big thing because you need to be like taken into town Mm -hmm. every once in a while to like go resupply, whatever. And so... I just think I'm like, what if they're like hiking somewhere and I could just pick them up and hear their like hiking stories? Well, yeah. Middle of the city. Yeah. That's, it's unrealistic. Okay. But there was a guy that like walked across America or something or ran across America. I I saw that. And he came through Missouri. Yeah. I think I remember this. I think he came across the Katy Trail. Forrest Gump. It was not Forrest Gump. (laughs) No. Yeah. I think I remember when he was on the Katy Trail. But yeah. there was there like a bunch of news around it or something? Yeah. yeah. That was like a really random thing though, but I just want to talk about it. But I do have a funny story. Okay. Funny story to end it all. Funny end story. it all? No, not like end it all, end it all. Uh, but like, uh, we're okay. It's fine. I know we had our deep talk, but we're fine. We promise. Um. So once upon a time, I downloaded this app called ClassPass. Oh, sh- <laughs> Caroline did too. Yeah, yeah, I did too. Spoiler alert, Caroline forgot to cancel her <laughs> membership. Hey, but got I- screwed. But I got a hydrofacial out of she it. She did. So I was using like a free trial on ClassPass and just testing out a bunch of different workout classes because basically you get like credits and then a bunch of these local gyms participate Mm -hmm. and then you can use your credit to go attend that gym. And so I was attending like Pilates, bar. um, That's when we did the hot yoga class. We did a hot yoga class. We did a boxing class. Oh, that was fun too. I like that one. We did a bunch of crazy stuff, but... (laughs) I saw a Krav Maga class, which is like... Which I had never heard of in my life. Yeah. I was like, you did a white class? <laughs> it's kind of like self-defense. 
But the reason why I wanted to go to that is because my work was hosting a self-defense class for um, the network of women the next week. And I was like, oh, wouldn't it be kind of fun if I kind of knew some moves before? <laughs> and so I uh, decided to go to this Krav Maga class. And it's like an intro to Krav Maga. So I'm expecting like a decent amount of people to be there. Um, we're all just going to like learn how to do the basic moves, whatever. I show up and I walk in the door and I'm like, Hey, I'm here for the intro to Krav Maga class. And they're like, okay, awesome. Um, this guy's Dave is going to be your instructor or whatever his name was. And he was like, oh, cool. Yeah. Like I'll sh- I'll give you a tour of the place and show you the class. And, um, then the lady at the front desk was like, oh yeah. And she'll be your only student for today. Oh, <laughs> And I was like, you said, oh, can I, is it too late to cancel? You're joking. Mind you, this guy is yoked. Like he, <laughs> he's huge. And I was like, oh my You're God. Like, oh God. This gym too is like, it's like MMA. Yeah. One of those. Creepy. Not creepy. I shouldn't say creepy, but like, but like very a, intense. Yeah. Intense gym. And so this guy's like, oh, let me give you a tour. And he's like, yeah, these are, this is this room. This is this room. Um, the bathrooms are back there if you need to use the restroom before class. I went to go to the bathroom. Go in the bathroom, jump out the window and never oh, come back. Oh <laughs> my God. I thought to myself, I was like, I should just slip out the exit door right now. Yeah. I should just slip out the exit door. They won't know like where I went and like, it'll just not happen. And I was like, no, like that would be a really mean thing to do to this instructor. So I was like, okay, suck it up. I'm the only one. I'll just get more one-on-one experience. <laughs> so I go into this freaking room. This other guy comes in. Not an instructor, another student, and they're chatting it up. He is about to take his test for the black belt to get a black belt. And he wanted to take the intro class to go back to the basics just to like refresh himself. And there you are. You're like, I don't mind you. (laughs) Mind you, this almost black belt guy looks like Dwayne the Rock Johnson. (laughs) He is. Huge. Dude, I would have been like, sir, will you marry me? Literally. Oh my god. No, his arm muscles were the size of my head, and I was like, <laughs> you're actually joking right now. So I have to do this Krav Maga class <laughs> with Mr. Black Belt, Dwayne over there. <laughs> Dwayne the Rock Johnson. And he's doing like everything perfectly, and like obviously, like I'm doing good, but obviously I've never done this before, so I'm like, oh my god. And then the instructor's like, alright, so let's practice it like jabbing at each other. He Luckily, he, he knocks you out. <laughs> luckily, <laughs> luckily, he has me start, okay? And I'm, like, punching the guy, and he's holding a pad, okay? And I'm, like, hitting the pad. He's doing, like, obviously, me hitting him is, like, doing nothing. He's huge. <laughs> he's, like, did you, or, like, he's, like, put some force behind you. You're, like, uh-huh. I help. And then he ma- the instructor makes a switch. <laughs> I'm holding this pad. <laughs> While this guy is pounding me. Well, like, <laughs> that's not a bad. Um, <laughs> this guy, full force punching me. <laughs> and he was hitting me so hard that I was, like, falling backwards <laughs> as he would hit the pad. I'm, like, falling backwards, just getting absolutely rocked by this dude. <laughs> And I was like, oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> this could not be more embarrassing. Could not be the worst experience. Like, yeah, he's like barely been flinching at yours and you're like, literally. Don't, don't. And I was like, the <laughs> fact that a black belt is punching me right now? Are you joking? He said, sir, it's an honor. <laughs> Are you joking? It's an honor to be your punching bag today. Oh my god. <laughs> so 
we finished the intro class and the instructor's like, you did really good. Like really like complimenting me. Cool. And he was like, you should come join whatever, like the next step classes, which was happening right after. And I was like, um, no. you're actually kidding. I just had the worst experience of my life <laughs> and you're wanting me to go join a room full of more people. And so I was he like, wanted you to be the punching bag. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> I used my absolute favorite excuse and I said, oh, sorry, I have to head home to let my dog out, but I'll look into scheduling a class. And then you never come back. I never came back. Yep. And they yep. had my phone number, dude. They would text me. Oh my they God. would like, they text me like, I don't know, probably every week after I came being like, hey, like you did really great at your intro class. We'd like to see you again. Blah, blah, oh blah. And I'm God. like, no, thanks. Do you no. not realize how uncomfortable I was? How bad of an experience that was? Like, just picture me getting rocked by, <laughs> by someone, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. By Dwayne the Rock. <laughs> getting I rocked was, by the rock. <laughs> I've never been more shook in my life. <laughs> Literally and physically. Literally, that was the worst experience of my life. Class pass fail on that one. I'll never that, though, go back. Class pass was kind of fun to do the trial. I did forget to cancel the membership and get kind of screwed over, but that's whatever. Yeah. Class pass, you can also do like beauty stuff with it though. Mm-hmm. So I got a hydrofacial with my credits that built up over the months. <laughs> yeah, you could get like blowouts or whatever. So recommend if you want to do if you're like a big exercise class person, I recommend it. I did really like it. it was the fun. only problem is like if you do the free trial, you get more credits and like the classes are, they cost you less credits. So with the mm-hmm. amount of credits you get in your free trial, you can take a lot of classes. But yeah. when you sign up for the membership, the mm-hmm. classes start costing more credits. Mm-hmm. So you can take, you have less. to take less classes for your membership. Yeah. Which sucks. But yeah, we tried hot yoga. Hot yoga. I almost <laughs> Caroline hated it. It was fine. It's just, it was too hot and we did too much. Uh, my head is upside down. Yeah. And I almost passed out. And then the instructor came over and I was just like, you guys did really good. Like, and then he was like, is this your first hot yoga or your first yoga class? And we said, first yoga class. And he went, oh, uh, well, that was a hard one <laughs> for that. And we're like, yup. Yeah. So, I liked, yeah. It was fun, though. I liked it. I liked hot yoga. But anytime I do yoga, I feel like it's not enough of like a physical workout. Like, it's more of like a relax. Sweating. I think it was more of like a, like a mindfulness meditation yeah. sort of thing. But it, I mean, we were sweating. Like how, I don't remember how hot it was. We stepped in that room warm. and we were immediately like, oh God. It was hot. But we were sweating just sitting there. It's yeah. hot in there. It's like a sauna. But yeah. But I mean, that's what it's for. Yeah. Hot yoga was fine. Um, like I would do it every once in a while, but mm. I would never sign up for a membership for that. Yeah. Um, I went to a reformer Pilates class where you're like on that machine thing. That was so hard. It wasn't mm. even funny. Um, good class, but like, man, that was a hard workout. I went to a rowing class. That was fine, but like, it was kind of like a lot of older people. And I was like, oh, yeah, rowing is kind of an old person thing, I feel like. I'd already done a cycling class before, so I didn't do that with class pass, but cycling was fun, but I like biking outside better. Cycling classes, I took a spin class once. Dude, I was immobile for like three days. Bro, it hurts your cheeks. Your cheeks and your your quads. Yeah. Dude, I was immobile. (laughs) But... Um, what else did I take? We took a boxing class. That was fun. We really just like hit a heavy, what are they called? What, heavy bag. Called? Heavy bag? I don't know. It was a heavy bag. Punching bag. Just, that was, was actually really fun. That one's a good part too. Yeah, I was like, yeah. I was dying a little bit at the end, but it was yeah. nice. That was fun. I went to. There was a lot of frustrations <laughs> taken out. <laughs> yeah. I went to two different bar classes. I really liked bar, but I liked one place way more than the other. Mm-hmm. One was 
One's Pure Bar, which I think is more of a chain. Did not like that one because maybe it was just the instructor I had, but if bar is based off of ballet and dance, why were we doing things in counts of 10? <laughs> not 10. Ten. Not yeah. four or not eight. eight. Yeah. yeah. And I, so it was like weird and we weren't like going with the music and I was like, what's the point of this being similar to dance if you're yeah. not dancing? Yeah, I thought it was big ballet. Yeah. But the other one I liked, um, I don't know how to exactly say the name, but it's bar, but instead of the E at the end, it's a three. Love that place. Bar three. Perfectly to like eight counts. So good. 10 out of 10. And then Krav Maga, but we don't speak of her. Krav <laughs> we don't talk about that one. Oof. Yeah. So yeah, that's a... Uh, yeah, we're, we're going pretty long, but we will probably have to cut out like 20 minutes dude, in the beginning of us like trying to get that intro we out. We cannot that was get bad. the intro down. We'll get it down eventually. You guys you guys might see this clip. We'll make, in, a, we'll make a blooper compilation. Yeah. <laughs> you might see this in the compilation, but I literally... <laughs> I started off the podcast. What did I say? I you sounded scared because you were like, hi guys. Yeah, I was trying to say, hey guys, saying like, what's up, guys? I was trying to say, hey, hey guys. guys. And I was like, hey guys. And then one time you didn't even say like the name of the podcast. You said, you said, what's up? I'm Mick. <laughs> that was it. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay. And then I did it again. And I said, I said, you said, what's up? I'm Nick. Nick. Yeah, you said, I'm Nick. <laughs> I said, who the heck is Nick? It was so bad. So if the intro is awkward, that's why. That's why I make you do it. Yeah. Because <laughs> I know I wouldn't be good at it. I struggle, dude. But it's okay. We'll, we'll get it down eventually. Yeah. But anyway, as always, please uh, rate our podcast five stars. Nothing mm-hmm. nothing less. I did notice on Spotify they have a new like, oh, yeah, like a Q&A, Q&A thing. thing. You guys should try that. Do we have that for want. our podcast? Yeah. Is it everything? Yeah, it's on ours, yeah. too. Good. You guys should try that. We'll, Give us your thoughts. Yeah, let's let's hear it, because I, I just want to see, like, what it is. <laughs> you can we'll, put whatever you want on there. I just want to see what it is. We'll tell someone to try it. <laughs> but, yeah, give us your thoughts. Um, rate, rate our podcast, obviously. That really helps us out. Five stars, please, only. Tell your friends about our podcast. Um, make sure you follow our social medias, at Double Dipping Podcast. Mm-hmm. We are on Instagram and maybe eventually TikTok. TikTok. I will post those eventually. I forgot. I forgot. But yeah, that's uh, the episode. Thank you guys for joining us this week. We hope you enjoyed. We hope you uh, didn't cry because of how <laughs> stupid we sounded talking about our sad Friends. friendships. Anyway, but yeah, we really hope you enjoyed this episode. And stay tuned for the next one. We're dipping. Peace. Love you. Ew. <laughs>